Step into a world shrouded in ash and darkness, where ancient powers linger and legends come to life. Welcome to Adventures in Lollygagging. We are playing Forbidden Lands. Join us as we set sail on longships and explore the unknown, braving untold danger and discovering what hidden treasure lies beneath ash and snow. We are opening on the pack, climbing out from an icy cavern onto a frozen wasteland. It is dark outside. A wind is blowing. Ash is falling, mixed with a little bit of snow. And we have picked up a few more furry friends uh, that have been added to the pack. Mirren, you specifically uh, found a uh, fox. Would you like to describe a moment about uh, how you interacted with this, either on the travel or uh, in the, the dungeon that you just came from? Yeah, so uh, Mirren, when she was young, younger, uh, she remembered kind of the stories that her grand and gramps used to tell her about sort of a little prince who lived long ago somewhere far away. Um, this was a, a longer story, but part of the story, um, the prince met a fox uh, and called it cute. The fox replied to the prince that he was the same as so many other foxes and that it is only with the heart that one can see rightly what is essentially is invisible to the eye. The fox tells the prince that they must tame one another to become unique because that would make them special to each other to become friends. One only understands the things that one tames. Men have no time to understand anything. They buy things already made at the shops, but there is no shops anywhere where one can buy friendship. And so men have no friends anymore. This was the moral of the story. So Mirin decides, yes, it is time. We have to do this properly. So Mirin copies her storybook characters and her fox. Fox, capital F, uh, she decides, starts sitting at distances or walking farther apart, not speaking to each other. And then little by little, we get a little closer and a little closer and over several hours of travel until we can tame one another and become true friends, able to kind of run around and play and sing and hunt together like, uh, like a little pack of our own. A pack within a pack. And it it's true. The more time you spend with this fox, the more it almost seems to be able to read your body language and understand your commands until you feel as if it's uh, practically trained. It's still a wild animal, of course, but it, you've bonded with it to the point where you trust it. You know that it'll respond to your wishes. In the pack, you are traveling across this frozen tundra trying to make it back to camp it's dark outside gunk you have your uh dark vision uh that all scrailing have uh someone likely has a torch as well to light the path for the rest of you lantern for Mirren. and surprisingly it does not take you long to find your camp uh where the where you left the ships where they were being repaired. It appears as if this cavern is uh, let out even closer to the shore than the previous one you found. Uh, you don't even have to travel to a different hex. It's in the same hex. As you get there, 
you see that there is some activity still. Uh, night has fallen, of course. You've been walking for about an hour or so. But it doesn't look as if the camp has entirely settled down yet. And there are a few fires still out, uh, still, still going for warmth. And then you see a few uh, sentries patrolling around with torches as well. Uh, as they spot your light, you can tell that one of them runs back uh, to alert the rest of the camp. They aren't necessarily on alert, thinking that you're uh, raiders. They can see an outline of you at least, and they knew that you were out and about. When you make it to camp, Ebba, your new shipmaster that you appointed, is waiting for you. And she kind of looks quizzical did you accomplish your task yeah yeah we we got um a big adventure and then we kind of walked on the ceiling and we walked on the floor and then we fell through the ceiling and now we're back right right mm -hmm. we're back um if if i could ask though how long for you was it that we were gone Half a day, at most. Mm -hmm. And the four of you left uh, as soon as uh, there was first light. And the days are still a little short here in the spring, but they're growing longer. Uh, and for you, time felt as if it passed much longer than that. Uh, you would have expected it to be two to three days at least. That, that that does not track with how and she just kind of looks around everybody that doesn't seem mm. right mm, no it was longer than half a day I think I think your 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 sundial is wrong we said goodbye this morning I have not yet slept we were in a frozen hell and never again will I venture into the depths of a glacier he spits. <laughs> Bacho had a bad time. And it appears that you've made friends. Uh, the is otter Fox. is uncharacteristically quiet here, but it does wave uh, when she says friends and begins to just uh, scamper around uh, the group of you. Uh, it's sword trailing through the snow. We do that is some... that is my living shield. Beware of it. It bites. And it flashes a grin at that. We have food. It might be a little cold by now, but we can warm it up for you if you wish to have dinner. Oh, uh, what were you cooking? I can I could probably reheat it. Uh, what spices did you use this time? Salt. Hmm. Yeah, uh, sure. Show, show show it to me and I'll, I'll fix it. It's okay. Uh, you make it to the center of camp. You see this stew is half burnt. Uh, they just left it on the fire. Okay. Uh, mm. Gunk, you like to eat everything, right? Well, yes, more or less. I do have standards, but no, that looks fine. Okay, great. You, do you want to finish this off? And on, uh, I can whip something else up, and then you can have some of that as well if you're still hungry. Make sure your yes. belly is full. 
Yes. Okay. I think I will do the Ted. I think he's quite peckish as well. Oh, yeah. Well, you could also try to feed your new otter friend. I don't have a new otter friend. Well, he's just kind of attached to you. They talk to you a lot. Acquaintances. Hmm. Friendship takes time. True, true. Yeah, you got to do the, like, you stand far apart, and then over a few hours, you get closer and closer until you can become true friends. Otter, otter, come, come. We shall get food. (laughs) He scampers up next to you. Uh, Still not saying anything. Yeah, and, like, as we start to move away from everybody, like, I don't mind, like, the pack, but, like, any NPCs from it, like, you are uncharacteristically quiet. Is there a reason... That you are being so I'm shy. Yes, that is exactly what I was thinking. Yes, that is the first uh, descriptor. What I think of you is is shy. Okay. Uh, Have you... When's the last time that you actually encountered, you know, people outside of the... That didn't threaten to eat me? Right, yes. What year is it? It's like the fourth him. time he's asked you what year it is, and he still doesn't. I I don't, I don't know. It's been a while. But like, do you remember the last experience with people outside of the dungeon? Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Um, it was with uh my uh family of otters. Okay, and they were all capable of speaking and such. Yeah, of course. Can I ask you a question and you can you be truthful? Oh, I would never lie to you. Don't say things like that. That that in itself is probably a lie. Uh have you always been an otter? And has Well that's a little personal. We're not really friends, so what are, I don't know this if I is should the type that. of question that could bond friendship. I mean, let's just say I'm otter fluid. Boy, I tell you, there is uh, quite a few jokes I wanted to make right there, but I'm not going to do that. That would be rude. So, did you, when you became an otter, uh, was this um, was this something that happened to you? Um, out of um you wanted this to happen did somebody force this on you no no one forced it on me okay do you remember where your family is uh well we were uh, at the top of the river uh but just below the waterfall do you remember like the name of a nearby town you can give me an insight check here too if you'd like ah <sighs> Sure. Okay. Time to bring out the mind reading spell again. That would that would spend. I got a lot one of success. Yeah, I know. Does, does an extra success? Would extra successes be useful in this case? No, no. We'll say one is enough. Um, you don't know the otter extremely well, but you can tell that he's kind of pausing before his responses, mm-hmm. uh, as if he's thinking of what to say. Sure. Well, uh, my otter acquaintance, a friend, perhaps. Hopefully you will trust uh, 
gunk enough at some point to confide that which you are not yet comfortable confiding. Oh, I would never lie to you. Have you always uh, been able to talk to? Uh, when I was a very young pup, I was incapable of speaking, but I learned. Oh, you got smarter then. Yes, indeed. Yes. And oh, good for you. Right. What about you? Did you always know how to speak or did you? Yeah, of course. Uh, actually, maybe I didn't. No, I don't think I did. Do you have an accurate memory of your life, Arthur? Do you actually remember it as well as you think? No. Yeah, I really don't remember much before being in the cage. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Listen, let the, I remember let's just... the song that Mirren played on the flute. Right. I haven't heard that since I first got in the cage. Who was playing it? Do you remember that? The, the shrouded guy. Ah. Okay. Was he, uh, was he unkind to you other than the caging? Did he hurt you? Uh, he didn't really hurt me, but I didn't really want to be in a cage either. Sure, of course, I didn't have to be in the cage. I could get out whenever I wanted. Of course, someone as adept as you could uh, free themselves at any point. Okay. Yeah. For a while, he would show up and just bring something else and just drop it off. And then I just stopped seeing him. Right. That's curious. It's very curious. You must have been uh, by yourself there for quite some time then. Well, yeah. Uh, well, we were. We? Uh, the other yous. Yeah, yeah, we'd play games together, and I would never lose. What happened to the other yous? Uh, well, it depended on the other ones. Um, sometimes I would meet a me that I'd never met before. Uh, hmm. And then sometimes I'd meet me's that I hadn't met before. Um, and sometimes uh, the me's that I had met uh, got eaten. Right. Yes, that is an occupational hazard. And the ones that look like him, and he points towards Bacho, mm -hmm. they, they really like the blood. So does Bacho, but he is not a reaver. Do not worry. If he says he will not eat you, he will not. He keeps to his word. Okay. But don't antagonize him. You mean like don't bite him? Uh, yeah, I mean like, you know, if he asks you a question, just, just, just be direct and answer it. You know, don't be thoroughly pushed. Don't be clever about it. Um, and if something serious is happening and dangerous, don't ask him to, like, play a game or something, you know? Just focus on the task at hand. What if I'm bored? That is fair. I understand that. What I would suggest, then, is in your mind, devise a new game. Keep it to yourself while you are bored, so that when the time comes that we are no longer busy with whatever task that we are currently doing, you can then introduce it, and I would be happy to play it with you. You'll play more games with me? When the time is appropriate, yes. Is that now? You know what? Yes, we could play a game right now. Let us get food and we can play a game. All right. Okay. And he immediately starts drawing more circles in the ground uh, and pulling out feathers from his vest. Okay, I'll give you an opportunity to try to beat me since I beat you last time. Uh, let's fade from that. 
the four of you settle into camp. Uh, the otter is playing a game with you, Gunk, and it attracts the attention of some sailors because you are talking back and forth, uh, and that begins to get him to open up to the rest of the camp as well. Uh, many sailors are annoyed by him uh, and the way he speaks to them, uh, but he also asks a lot of them to play games, uh, and after a couple rounds with you, he probably convinces a couple of them to start playing as well. And you have about three or four days before this ship is finally fully repaired. So let's go ahead and do a montage of things that would be happening over this. Would you be training or... Yes, one, go ahead, Mary. One very important question before we start this montage. Does Wolford get along with the otter? Uh, that is a good question. Uh, I like to we think will get we never see them in the, in the same place at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's like a Diana Ross, Michael Jackson situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an old joke. So let's go ahead and start with, roll for it. Zaldrin, is there anything that you would be doing uh, throughout this week? And if you're training a skill, that's fine. Or if there's not much you're doing, you could just be repairing the ship, things like that. Uh, I am going to... So we've been doing a lot of things where we've been sort of out and about for a bit. And so she will probably ask Bacho like next time he's out for whatever kind of endurance training that he might do. I'm assuming Bacho's got some endurance. Let me double check. Yes, I do. I will happily train you in endurance. All right. You would like to get... More than zero in endurance. Zaldrin, stick with me. We will run the perimeter of the camp over and over again. We will ensure that our spore covers this area so no animals approach. We will scout everything. For six hours, we will not stop. We will make this glacier our glacier. I am, I am not as young as I once was. So I might do three hours and take a break and then come back for the last two. That is fair. I want, I will be working with this beautiful new harpoon, improving my throwing arm and learning the balance of Rasha the Huntress's harpoon. So when you must take a break, that is what I will do while I wait for you to get your second wind. I will lay on I will lay on ground and sweat profusely and take short nap and get back up and run with you again. Excellent. The two of you begin jogging, running around this camp. And six Bacho, hours is a long time to be running, but go ahead. Bacha would ask the otter if the otter wants to go. The otter most definitely does not want to run for six hours. So Bacho grabs the otter and straps him to his left forearm so he can just run and carry the otter with him <laughs> to strengthen his throwing arm. You said you wouldn't carry me unless I asked. Uh, Bacho, this is don't not forget. this is not carrying. This is training, otter. Don't forget Wilford needs training, Bacho. I gotta cook some stuff, so don't forget Wilford. Mm. I will chase Wilford later. Okay, sounds good. 
in the background of Mirren saying that, we see Woford walking by, look scared, <laughs> and then duck behind a tent. <laughs> and uh, Aldrin, Bacho, and the Otter, you begin running uh, around this camp, training your endurance. Uh, go ahead and take the point there, Aldrin. At, Thank you. Uh, we'll go ahead and say that's the first day. And then the morning of the second day, something strange happens in that as light appears, uh, one of the sentries uh, comes to wake the four of you and points out a figure in the distance of the tundra. Uh, humanoid, but it's a dark figure. Looks like it could be Wolfkin. Uh, rather large, a dark spot. And it's just standing there, plainly visible. Obviously aware of the camp, it seems to be facing you. But not moving towards or away from you. Should we uh, go make an introduction to this one, you think? Yes. We must see if he is friend, or if they are friend or foe. Agreed. We may. Uh, 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 Zeldrin, I'm so sorry. Hold on. Let me get your spear fixed. Oh, oh God. Oh God. Uh, uh, okay. Hold on. Let me, I just need some, some twine and, and a little bit of metallurgy stuff. Mirren runs off with a You would have been spear. able to, uh, if you'd like, you would have been able to work on that the first day as well, because you did have downtime. <laughs> sure. Let's see if I could quickly make sure we uh, have the weapon. Uh, that would be no sixes and a one. I will push it anyway. Uh, that will be one six. Uh, your spear is sort of broken. I'm still working on it. Okay, that's fine. I I, I, I still have my other uh, long spear. Um I, we have napped, right? So I'm not yes. down to like... Uh, so this is the next morning, anymore. so all of you have rested. Thank goodness. Uh, Mirren, even the one that you got with the push there would be gone because you slept after. Are all four of you headed towards this wolfkin? Or just some of you? I mean, Gunk and Bacho for sure. Yeah. Yep. We'll stick together as a pack. Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh... As you start heading towards, sorry about the dogs, you start heading towards this figure. There's no movement from it. it. Doesn't appear to be concerned about you. It's watching you intently. As you get closer, you can see that it is very much a wolfkin. Whether it's a reaver or not is hard to tell. Uh, it's not dressed the traditional wolfkin way like Bacha would be, but it's also not dressed like a reaver. And some of its fur is combed in the way that a reaver would look. But you've also never seen a reaver without armor, uh, without the beads in its hair. Uh, often they're covered with dried blood. This one is layered with several reindeer pelts uh, and seal skins, and he's carrying a harpoon a crudely made shield looks as if it's just several planks uh, fashioned together and a spear. He has a large scar on one cheek where the fur doesn't grow and that same eyelid uh, 
is stitched closed. You can see it's sunken in a little bit as if the eye is missing. He waits for you to approach. Does not make a sound. Bacho stops at short distance from him. He's got he's got his new harpoon in his hand. His black fur on his neck is ruffled up and he lets out a growl. What brings you here, one eye? I am letting you see me. You are seen. You are smelled. What do you want? I wish passage. I have been here for some time. Who who are your people? He doesn't let out a sigh or anything or seem nervous, but he does pause and seems contemplative. My former shipmaster was Ornolf the Unwashed. I challenged him for leadership and I failed. Instead of killing me, he chose to humiliate me. He shaved my tail, plucked my eye, and left me for dead. Mm-hmm. I was found and taken captive by those on the water horse and gestures towards the uh, remnants of the ship that your crew has been tearing apart. Does that, um, is that name? Uh, yeah, Ornoff, um, the... I'd be okay if he just wants to like kill Ornoff the unwashed. Like, I'm okay with him hanging around trying to kill the unwashed. Like, that's oh. the dude that really messed us up at the beginning. Yeah, he's already. the one that captured you. I thought it sounded are, familiar. Yeah, he's definitely the dude. So if he wants revenge on the dude that also kidnapped us and imprisoned us, hey. He already failed to take him out. A spare weapon never hurts you. Have you seen how many Zaldrin goes through? Just the two? I have fixed it like three times. What is it that you offer, one eye? My spear, my service. It's all I can offer. I do not reveal myself lightly. I know that our kin are enemies, but I seek vengeance, and it can only be found upon the cold waters. What say you, Gunk, fur brother? Would you abide to our Instruction, our rules. Harm no one on our ship. Cause no or as trouble. long as I sail with you, I will obey your commands. For as I'm long sure. as you sail with us, and for five moons after, you will make no attack against any member of this pack, on land or on the sea. By your blood oath. He apparently doesn't have a knife because he tilts down his spear uh, and the blade is metal, but you can tell that it's not very sharp. He has to really grip it tight with his hand to begin to draw blood. He pulls it, licks a little bit, holds it out. Pacho will make a small incision on his palm, grasp the guy's hand, make sure he gets plenty of blood on his palm, and then put a palm print over his heart. So struck 
You may travel with us, One-Eye. He gives you a nod and says no more. He seems to be waiting for your commands or... Your spear seems a bit dull. Uh, is is that Does that also need fixing? Am I adding that to the list? If you have a whetstone, I can sharpen it myself. Oh, yeah. I've got something around here in one of my packs. And Mirren will scrounge something up that he can use to sharpen his blade. Is this all of your belongings? Or do you have a camp somewhere and wish to retrieve something? This is all that is worth taking. Out of curiosity, would you have uh, some idea of where Ornoff might be keeping harbor right now? Or where he might regularly visit? I have been through the long night twice. I do not know where he would be anymore. His ship can sail fast. But uh, you served with him for some time, I suppose. Yes? Yes. He was based out of Ganvik. Ganvik. He has become rather feared among the Reavers. One of the most respected captains that they have. Hmm. We, uh, we are not unfamiliar Perhaps we shall find common cause. But for now, come. We shall return to camp. And uh, you all would know Ganvik is the name of a port town and an island uh, in the southwest of the map there. Uh, Ganvik used to be a human town with elven nobility. And when the Reavers first invaded, uh, that was the town that they... Uh, took and they settled in and ever since then they've never bothered settling anywhere else they continue to raid uh, they continue to burn villages but they've never tried to permanently settle the way they have at Ganvik he follows you to the camp he begins uh, maintaining his own gear as best he can and then he begins working uh, seems to be earnest uh, he, he knows his way around a ship he is able to uh, speed up the process a little bit and even in some ways teach your crew better ways to repair things, better ways to seal the hull uh, with the things that he knew as a reaver sailor. Mirren, on this second day, what would you be doing? So Mirren has sort of two goals for this rest period. Um, the first thing that she wants to do, <sighs> okay, okay, I'm going to take everything out of the backpack and figure out how to put it better. Gunk, did you ever, oh no, he's not here. All right, I'll figure this out. Um, and she's going to work at retetrising her backpack over and over and over again until she gets a rank two of pack rat. The other thing that she would work on is uh, her bond with her new fox uh, as they kind of learn to move in sync and uh, probably go out uh, on a little hunting trip uh, of their own unless Bacho finds out that they're off on a hunting trip and decides to make sure that they're safe. <laughs> <laughs> 
Bacha was shadowing. Um, yeah, I thought you might. <laughs> she would try to like take off with the fox on a little excursion by herself. You probably would need to catch her, but yes. Let's go ahead and roll survival for that and see how it goes. Ooh. All right. I'm hoping Bacho does find me very quickly then. Uh, let's <laughs> see here. So we're, I think we got three in wits and two in survival. Uh, that is one six, one success. Uh, I'll I'll push it unless it's I'll I'll push it. Maybe we'll get some food. Uh, two successes and no ones. Okay. At first, you're wandering this tundra. There's not much game. Uh, anything that would be out, you would see at a distance. It would see you at a distance. The herd of reindeer that uh, Zaldrin found the other day appear to have moved on, perhaps scared by the earthquake. However, your fox learned to communicate with you in a way and begins signaling, kind of yipping and running in a circle uh, in a certain direction, running a few steps, turning to make sure you're following, running a few more steps until you continue going in that direction. You see that it's sniffing the air, and eventually you find yourself in just a snowfield. Uh, the snow is gray with ash. Uh, snow is still gently falling. And as far as you can tell, there's no game. But then your fox begins jumping up and going down headfirst into the snow uh, repeatedly. And you find a den of rabbits begin running out and they begin running towards you as well so you're able to uh snipe them with your bow as the fox scares them out of their homes uh go ahead and take two units of food there good job fox we can actually have fresh meat uh leave one of them we'll have to uh, leave it uncooked for bacho that one the fox will be uh carrying in its mouth as you're picking up the other two and getting them tied up and then the fox just sprints full speed faster than you'd even be able to keep up with it on the snow until you see bacho is actually out there in the distance and it drops the dead rabbit in front of you bacho and then immediately starts sprinting back to Mirren. Mm. bacho picks yeah. it up grabs it by the furry little tail just shoves everything else in his mouth pulls the pom-pom tail off throws it on the ground how long have you been there? I didn't see you. Mm. You did well, Mirren. Thanks, Bacho. Did you like it? We got some rabbits for dinner. Yes, it was delicious. They don't okay. like kicked a little. That's great. Gunk. What does this downtime look like for you? Gunk is, uh, I think. <laughs> I don't think, hmm. Gunk is very curious about these newfound powers that he has acquired while in this, uh, this icy dungeon, but at the same time, he does not necessarily have a proper tutor, as, uh, as the abilities that seem to uh, manifest are kind of beyond what he is comfortable or knowledgeable of. But, so I think he will have uh, i guess like what he will be doing instead is i think he will be spending some time with the author 
spending some time with Ted and he would be effectively just listening carefully and try and asking very probing questions, but not in a way that is um, intrusive. He'll be playing games with the otter. He's essentially trying to win the otter's trust and trying to learn more and more because Gunk has various suspicions about the uh, about the other that there is more to it than uh, than we see, and uh, is very curious also about uh, this connection to the song that Baron played. So, I don't think he's going to be doing any particular training, uh, but he is going to socialize, befriend as best he can the other, and Ted will of course uh, be in tow. Uh, with your newfound talent of speaking to animals it makes it very easy to socialize with ted uh we don't have to say you spend the willpower on it but you've been able to talk to him here and there uh establish a bond with him uh the otter on the other hand i would like a manipulation for oh that's uh that's a little bit well crap uh i'm gonna take a audience day if that's okay melissa got it okay here we go here we go. That is not a good roll. I will push. That uh, that is a straight crap. Okay, that is a touch better. That is a that is a single six, but I did take a uh, a point of empathy damage. This otter is frustrating you more so than it has been before. Because whenever you ask it these questions, you come at it from a sideways angle, trying not to put it on the spot, but you get a different story every time. Sure. Uh, it mentioned an otter family before it says it never had family another time another time it mentions that it has 12 brothers and sisters um, every time it's a little different and you start to piece together not from anything the otter tells you but just your own intuition about how it continues to evade and how it continually brings up that song every now and then right your own magical powers and your own knowledge lead you to believe that something about that song was like a marker in his memory mm -hmm. and everything before that was erased. Mm -hmm. Gunk has a very sneaking suspicion that the otter is not an otter, but in fact, he has uh, been transformed into it, somebody else entirely. And that he's it's just like, this is just Gunk thinking, not. He's not telling the other this, but this is just sort of seems very suspicious because there's been no stories, as far as Gunk knows, of a species like this creature. So no, there haven't. Yes, so Gunk is 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 operating under the idea that this uh, this this otter is in fact someone else, and whether they realize it or not, have been trapped in this this body, and so he's going to sort of work on trying to sort that out and whether or not he can undo whatever magic uh, has put them into this into this state. Not right now, obviously, but it is something that he is thinking about. Yeah, and I assume you're probably still studying the Ashkesh tablets here and there. Of course, yeah. Um, and because the otter's been on your mind, it almost changes what the tablets reveal to you and it says nothing about an otter it mm -hmm. says nothing about uh speaking animals or anyone being changed into an animal 
-hmm. Instead, you start learning more about Pendro the Scald, uh, the uh, skull that you found in the previous session in the dungeon. And it begins talking more about the story about how the unsung became the unsung because there was a spell that removed all memory of the unsung before from the entire world, which would be a massive undertaking that no mortal would ever be able to do. Mm-hmm. So probably Gunk would start having this, like the memory loss, obviously, between the otter and between the lore of the unsung would stand out to him significantly. The fact that whoever put him in the cage, the otter in the cage, could have actually been the unsung, very likely. So, okay. So he will, um, yeah, continue to ask probing. I doubt there's going to be any more progress right now, but he's going to continue to ask probing questions. And the other thing he's going to be looking for is he's going to be, even when he's not talking to the otter, he's going to be very carefully studying the otter for magic and seeing what kind of, um, like what kind of magics are actually uh, still on him. Uh, I know he can do it himself, but when he's not casting magic, uh, when he's when he's just sort of sitting there not being watched, or when he's playing a game with somebody else, or whatever it might be, he's kind of keeping an eye on that too, as he can, as Gunk can innately sense it. Yes, uh, and you can also innately sense like which path they come from. Right, and, and this is one of the times where it's not the Ashkesh magic that you're sensing; uh, it's not the Unsung's magic. Uh, when the otter is casting a spell, which it does very rarely, uh, mm-hmm. it tries not to do it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, you can tell that it knows how to manipulate fire and ice. Uh, there's the magma song and path of ice. Okay. And you catch a lingering hint of something that's sort of like the path of shifting shapes like Mm -hmm. the animal transformation, but it's not fully there. Uh, Like, whatever it is, he doesn't control it. Okay. Um, At a certain point, I think when the... um, What about anything around him? Like, not just something that he casts, but, like, is there... Does he have... The Some aura kind of, of him yeah. would be yeah. that path of shifting shapes. That that's the the magic that surrounds him. That it, not anything that he actually controls. That's like whatever the enchantment is is likely that. Okay. All right. Okay. Does would Gunk get a feel for its power? Like this is this like the type of aura he might be able to dispel? Possibly, but at the same time, with all these ancient magics, you never know. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, I, I don't think Gunk necessarily feels his strongest currently, so he's probably going to wait to attempt it, but he is, uh, he's, he's thinking about it. Basha, we're going to go back to you for a second. You are continuing to train with Zaldrin here and there over the next few days. And there's one point where you're urging her to continue on, to continue pushing just one more hour. She is ready to take a break. She stops. You turn and you look to her and you're about to uh, try to motivate her again in whatever way Basho would deem necessary. But as you look at Zaldrin, you see she's wearing a mask. 
a mask of her own face. And there's, you can see the cleft, the very small shadow of wherever that mask would be. And as she turns her head and looks around, you can see that it goes all the way around. And you don't get the sense that this is someone impersonating Zaldrin. Instead, it feels as if this has always been Zaldrin, but this hasn't always been her real look. Hmm. Bacho reaches up and scratches behind his right ear. I Gets told close you, to Zaldrin. I'm old, and I need a break. Sniffs. I don't need the judgment. I just need a break. Sniffs along the side of her face. Yes, I'm sweating. That's what happens when you run as much as you run. What was your first face? I... What? The other face, the face beneath this face. What was your first face? Again, I know. I'm old. My old face. Less wrinkly. Less scarry. But still mm. me. But thanks for rubbing it in. I know I'm old. I know it's still you, but it's not the you that is now. Who were you then? I was Aldrin, but younger. Mm. Who There's... were you before? I am Bacho. Bacho of the Singarti. Always Bacho. I wear no mask. Always Zaldrin. I... If I were gonna wear a mask, you think it would look like this? Mm. Did it pick something else? Probably by this point. I... No. Still not your first face. Mm. And he just I... turns. He's frustrated. He turns and walks away. And usually these visions of yours, as they're as people argue with you or tell you that it's different, they go away uh, and they might come back here and there, but for the most part, you can determine what's real and what isn't. This one's lingering a bit more as you continue running, you continue looking over and you can see that there is still that ever so slight cleft and her face moves normally, but you can tell that it's a little more wooden, a little more solid uh, it doesn't move as easily as it should. Bacho starts to lope off to the side so he can always keep Zaldrin in his peripheral vision. It's not that he doesn't trust her, but he doesn't trust himself with her at the moment. And again, I know you get this, but you really don't feel as if that's not Zaldrin. This is the Zaldrin mm. that you've always been with. It's more like you noticed a birthmark that you didn't know she had. He's more he's more afraid that whatever vision this is is going to progress and he's not going to recognize her. So he wants to make sure that she's got enough distance from him that if she needs to get away, she can. It's doubting himself, not her. You know, I think I've about had enough of running today and you're you're being weird. Mm. You're I don't I don't know what's up with you. You're being weird. We can train more tomorrow. I'm going to go find Mirren because she keeps complaining about how often she has to fix my spear. So maybe I should learn how to fix my spear myself. Maybe. Um, thanks for the jog. Um, mm. 
maybe don't be so rude next time we talk to each other. Trying to get in better shape, but, you know, still old. Yes, you are old, but you are sturdy and you do well. You would not fall behind the pack to be eaten by what trails us. Uh, no, that was why I was training. Um, yes, you do well. And he's just trying, he's trying to, in, in the best way that he can, he's trying to be personable, but he's got a two empathy, so it's not as good. <laughs> uh, thank you for the very long jog again. Mm -hmm. I don't know that I will do this tomorrow, but thank you. It's it all my you pleasure. You head back to camp to find Miriam, like you said. You find her dutifully at the campfire preparing lunch no, I've, or I've dinner still for gotta everyone. I've got to fix the spear a little bit more. I only got one, one bit of it left to do. She's got a pile of weapons and tools next to her that as she can like get away from uh, whatever stew she's making, she starts working on that before she goes back to cooking. Oh, Zaldred, here you go. I just finished fixing it again, so now it should have two points uh, where it, instead of one. So it's fully fixed. Oh, that, thank you. Thank you very much. What, what I thought I might do this oh. time is, like, take it apart and put it back together so that uh, next time I uh, could maybe help you fix some things. I mean, yes, that's that's a real that's a real big pile for you to do all by yourself. Wouldn't it be better if you had someone to help you? I, I yes, I, I I agree with you on everything except for the taking it apart again bit. Um, I, but oh, yes, I thought that was the best way to learn was to take something apart and put it back together again. You're yeah, you are right. This is true. Okay, okay, we will break your spear so you can learn to put it back together this time. Or, or, or I could just take one of those off the pile and you can just show me how to do that one. It's true. Uh, you, you didn't break any of your other weapons to work on, but yeah, I thought uh, it seems like the sailors are also running through and one eye also, his spear needed some work, so. I can, I, I can, I can do it and you can tell me what to do and then okay. I can fix uh, Gelnir myself, maybe. Yes, if, I think you can, you can do it. You're you can very look over it, though, and make yes. sure that I do it right. Okay. Here, let me let me take your hands, and um, we'll use we'll use one eye spear, and this is sort of the movement that you're going to need to try to actually tighten it so that it's it's like actually still on the shaft again, and then you need to sharpen it with this, and she'll start going over that. And Zaldrin is just like strong. She's not like you right. <laughs> so this might and you know, you have uh your size hands and she has her size hands. <laughs> so yes. this will be interesting. But now I will have one in crafting. The Yay! first hour or so is probably very difficult. Um as Mirren is still trying to cook and then trying to teach you as well in uh, it seems All like right, she... let me see what you did this time. Yeah, let's take a look at your work. Come what on, Zaldrin, show me. Show me what you did. Okay, well, okay, so you see how it's now bent a little bit by the side, like at a right mm -hmm. angle? A little, just mm -hmm. a little bend at the right angle there? Uh, it mm -hmm. shouldn't do that. So let's oh. let's straighten it out again. 
The, the, the dagger should be straight. Yeah, there we go. Oh, nope, too far. <laughs> there we go. And at All some right. point during the process, the two of you are interrupted by Ebba and Woford. Woford is clearly distraught. Ebba is a little more exasperated, but seems concerned. We have an issue that has cropped up, and you as the pack, I feel, should be the ones to handle this. Woford can go train with Bacho if he's getting to be too much. No, it's it's not me. It's not me. It's that damn otter. Yes, the... The otter has taken to gambling with the sailors. Uh-oh. He has this game that he calls Feathers, and he makes very expensive bets with the sailors, and he has yet to lose. Um, who on the crew is really good at sleight of hand? I am, and he still took all my gold. Hmm. Okay, Um. so... You probably would want to talk to Gunk. Gunk actually did win. How do you do that? Sleight of hand. Oh, Better than you. The otter's voice now. Oh, whoops. I wouldn't say that to the otter. There's a difference? <laughs> I couldn't hear the difference. Like we've never seen Wilford and Otter in the same scene. Uh, yeah, so... Um, if, if you want to go get Gunk, Zaldrin, I think that's the right one call, right? Would you agree? Yes, yes, I I, I agree. Uh, and she'll... Uh, I'll finish this. I'll finish this later. No, no, sit back down. You're not allowed to leave until you at least finish three more of those daggers. In straight. Oh, perfect no. 180. Yep. Okay. Yep. But... Oh, Bacho wanders up. Wolford, it's time to train. I'm in the middle of something. We're we're resolving a very important issue. This yeah, is you can totally take him, Bacho. It's not. They're just talking about the otter. So go ahead and take uh, Wolford. Stolen all of our money. Where is he? He starts leading you over to a different part of the camp, uh, and. There's a group of sailors around. I assume Gunk is nearby as well because he's been watching the otter. I don't think the otter has done anything outside of Gunk's vision since he's come back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the sailors appear to be very disgruntled. And the otter is just sitting on a pile of random junk, uh, like different gloves and boots and uh, the occasional tool and weapon. Uh one guy is actually shirtless and he's got a fur wrapped around him trying to stay warm and he's playing feathers with another sailor and winning yet again. Bacho grabs him by the scruff of his neck. Ah! What? What'd I do? And, and shakes him. You don't play feathers for coin or treasure. If you want to play feathers, you play it for fun. All of you sailors, take your things back. Don't gamble with the otter anymore. He looks at the otter. You're training with me today. As you shake him, feathers and coins come tumbling out of his vest. Wait, I gotta pick those up first before we go. I shall just keep shaking until everything falls out of this otter. I shall take them. Do not worry. I shall keep an eye on them. 
Uh, Bacho grabs him, pulls him along. Woford eagerly gets into that pile and starts sorting through and looking for whatever he thinks is his. Now, hold uh, on one second. Bacho grabs Woford by the back of his neck with his right hand. He's like, both of you are training with me today. I got to get my coin first. No, I shall take move. care of it. Gunk, I know exactly how much gold I had. I am sure he you just, do. He's pulling Wolford away as Wolford screams back into the camp. Gunk, I'll be coming back for that. Gunk will uh, turn to the, after they leave, Gunk will turn to the, uh, to the shipmates. Uh, are you all moronic? He never lost. There has to be a way to beat him. And yet you played again. Well, eventually, well, we were going double or nothing. The stakes got higher and higher. Well, perhaps you should accept the fact that you cannot defeat it. Did you ever? We think were in that? too deep. He he has. That is. He uh, has a shirt. That is a sunk. That is a sunk cost fallacy. You should realize. Sometimes you lose things, but the best way to perhaps make your life better is to not lose more things falsely chasing after that which you have already lost. And Ebba, who is there, speaks up. Perhaps we should instate a no gambling policy while we are on expedition or sailing. Gunk, would you agree? If you feel that is necessary, it seems. It appears as if we cannot trust some of these men to not act like children. I did not realize we had a crew of children with no impulse control or intelligence. Okay, I would have expected you to know better if you spent time with sailors. Not enough. Or perhaps far better sailors. We shall see. It, is a long it does journey. appear to be likely. This is what we're going to do. I am going to keep all of these things. And you're going to work. And you're going to continue to work. And over time, I shall return them to you. As you earn them back. Mm. The sailor with no shirt on says, You can take can the I shirt. Can I get an advance? Yes, you can take the shirt. That is fine. Thank you. And the rest of them are disgruntled. But at the same time, Gunk is unsettling at times. And technically, they're leaders, so they don't argue with you. Uh, and I don't like they the way are... you said technically. I, don't like the... I'm... I have a crown. I... <laughs> That's true. But Mirren did say that Gunk goes a little overboard and they'll keep him in line. When does Gunk go overboard? Name one time. Never. He's never gone overboard. Exactly. I'm sorry. I'm I'm out of line. I, I love you, Gunk. No, definitely. Uh, so how much how much gold did Gunk just get? Just just let me know. I'll put it on the uh, sheet really fast. <laughs> go for it. Well, sorry about that. That's my mm. dog greeting my wife. Mm. Uh, you got seventy-seven silver. And 13 gold. Okay. 77 silver and 13 gold. Okay. Thank you. Gunk, uh, Gunk, Gunk while being a pack rat, can very easily pack this away without any problems. While we're uh, focusing on you, mm -hmm. night falls. You uh, 
settle in for the night along with the rest of the pack and with Ted. I want an, uh, we'll call it scouting check. Scouting. And you can take plus two bonus, but I want you to keep the results of the bonus dice separate. Okie doke. All right, let's do those. Uh, I'm going to push. I didn't get anything either way. Uh, okay, uh, I got one uh, six on the bonus dice, uh, and I got uh, two sixes on my dice, my non-bonus dice. And I took a point of wits damage. How does Gunk sleep with his possessions? Um, well, I would think that Gunk... It depends on the possessions. Um, I would think that if it's a particularly... Uh, a particularly powerful possession or something he loves and and, and cares for deeply. He it would fits actually, into that column. What's that? It fits into that column, yes. Uh, if that's the case, then he would definitely uh, he would be casting magic seal on it if it's small enough so that he would be uh, he would be sort of alerted to it. Uh, so he would burn the, the, the power. Like he has a magical seal thing that he could trigger on it. So things like the ash tablets, uh, the crown, that kind of stuff. Basic money... Basic stat, yeah, he wouldn't he wouldn't do that kind of stuff. Your uh, magical alarm begins to go off and awaken you at the same time that Ted, who was your bonus dice there, begins screeching at the top of his lungs. You wake Ted. up and start looking around, and you see that the otter was delicately trying to get into your pack and has its hands around the puzzle box, the Ark of Deshep. Oh, can I help you, Otter? I just wanted to look at it. It's, it's a puzzle. I thought I could solve it. Oh, okay. Hand it over, please. He hands it over reluctantly as you take it like he doesn't want to let go. So have you seen this before? No. It uh, smells telepathy. good, though. I'm going to tele cast telepathy on this conversation, I think. Yeah. Let me, let me actually um, roll the, the stuff. I'm going to use my crown for the free. Yeah, yeah. Free burn. I'll do level two, uh, but it actually goes up to power level three, as I did roll a six on my, my roll. And so, yeah, it's power level three, actually, uh, on the telepathy. Okay. Uh, I don't um, think three does anything special. It's really just two that goes deeper. So yeah, he just have you seen this before? You've used telepathy on the otter before, and his mind is scattered, goes a mile a minute, going from topic to topic to topic. This time, however, it's very focused, mm -hmm. uh, extremely intent on the box. And then you also uh, can see that he's like flicking his eyes over at your uh, bag where one of the Ashkesh tablets is looking out as well. Hmm. No, I've never seen it before. And you can tell that he's being honest there, but he also, his mind goes on thinking about how great it smells. And you know that this is just how he's translating, like he can sense the magic from there. And sure. it seems as if it's almost addictive to him. Ah, yes. Yeah, I understand. I understand. Uh, have you seen such tablet before? No, I've seen the writing though. It was all over the canicles. Oh, really? Oh, yes, yeah, that's true. Yeah, because Gunk would have seen that, right? Yeah. Um, I see. And uh, 
what do you think this puzzle might uh, might review? Oh, I don't know. Something that smells good, might taste good, hmm. might be Sh- powerful. Shall we work on it together, perhaps? Kind of squints at you a little bit, trying to gauge you. I am gunk. I suppose. Can I have it? And he reaches out for it. No, I think I will hold it. If you wanted to see it, you should have asked me. You should have not gone skulking around in the night and tried to steal it from me. You're lucky it is Ted and I who discovered you and not Bacho. You would be inside of his belly right now if that were the case. He said he wouldn't eat me. You said you wouldn't eat me. No, that's just true. I have no intention. I don't think Bacho wants to either. But if he sees you skulking about, sneaking into my sleeping chamber here and going through my things, dealing with my very powerful artifacts, I don't think he would let what he said at the cave stop him from eating me. And with that, the otter flops onto his back and goes belly up and just tries to give you like his best puppy dog eyes. I'm really sorry. I didn't mean anything by it. No, I, I know, I know. Sometimes the, the pull of the, of the powerful can be uh, very alluring. I understand. I understand. And when you say you understand, he just continues that role, so he like gets onto all fours and then jumps back up. So, could I have the tablet? No, I do not think so. I will let you read it with me at times, though, if that is like, if that is what you would like. You can train Okay. Me. Yeah, let's read it. Well, are we going to try to figure out the puzzle, or are we trying to read the tablets? So two separate things. Let's do them at the same time. Eh, <laughs> do you think that is a good idea? Perhaps we should focus. And the otter is, again, frustrating in his lack of it, uh, concentration, lack of focus. But something about these tablets in the puzzle box does keep him interested much longer than anything else you've seen before. He cannot read, though. So as you're going through these tablets, uh, he's offered no insight whatsoever. The puzzle box, uh, you get the sense that he enjoys watching it spin more than anything, as if it's a toy for him. But there's something about the way he's spinning it that you can feel there's a method to the madness, despite it looks like just an otter playing with a toy. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Very curious movements you have there. May I see it, please? Can you pass it over? Because he wouldn't have actually... I would never have given him the cue. Sorry, never, yeah. Yeah. So, like, but... Like, but we'll say that happens. He'll just... Gunkle, Gunkle snatch it back. And then he'll start trying to spin it trying to mimic the the movements uh, of the otter to see if if there's anything gunk observes in the process of doing that anything change with the the cube you don't get a sense that you've solved it but you've also used it before where it became a key where it had to be in a certain position sure and there are s- certain ways uh that you even if the otter didn't hold it kind of guided you to that it feels like those are set conditions that could be keys for something else Mm -hmm. uh several of these feel right for some reason there's visually no reason to think that but as the grooves settle in the magic that you're detecting just seems to grow a little bit stronger it it Mm -hmm. seems as if uh 
like the conduit is fixed when it's in this position. Hmm. It is very curious. You seem to have an innate knack for uh, for playing around with such trinkets. Yeah, yeah, I'm good at puzzles. I also like games. Oh, I, I never lose. It's... No, that is not true. You have lost once. Yeah. And then the next time we played. And then the next time. How do you win so much? I am gunk. I am otter. That is a very good thing to be. Not as good as gunk, but it is a very good thing. Hmm. We'll go ahead and fade out of there. Is there anything else the four of you would like to do before we skip ahead to the ship being repaired? No? Uh, Zaldron wanted to yep. uh, go over to Gunk. Gunk, you have things that you can do in combat that are a little more uh, magic kinds of things. I have magic things I can do in combat. I suppose yes. it is true. Yes, yes. Yep. So I, I have this, this newfound ability to kind of see what's coming and kind of avoid avoid being hit or avoid being hurt by the hit. But I find that some of the physical see the spear coming, I see the blade coming, and it just, just doesn't work as well. And I was wondering if you might be able to help with my training, because I, I don't know those things as well, and you seem to learn new things that might help with that. You want me to attack you with magic? Yes. I... Please understand that I am more than happy to help, but uh, attacking with magic is not necessarily a... Um, if something goes wrong, I'm afraid what could happen. I uh, I have... Um, the spells that I have learned are quite powerful, and they... Uh, they can harm you if you were to miss. I think that's... It's okay. I can... You know me. I get hit. I hurt for a minute. I come back up, and it's fine. If you say so. Uh, okay. I'm hoping this would be like a we'll wave the willpower kind of a thing because it's just part of a training montage and not actually like a. Yeah, and he has the crown, which gives him willpower every day, and it's been multiple days, so he'd be able to use that as well. Uh, okay, so he. <laughs> That's the case. Uh, I will cast uh, some spells. Uh, I will try to cast. Um, yeah, I guess I would do something like uh, Hand of Doom. Probably makes the most sense. So he'll find. Do we have any corpses around? Any corpses left? Uh, they would have been buried, but you could dig them up. So yeah, there are some around. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he'll go dig them up. That's no problem. Uh, that's a human. And thing. these actually aren't the ones from your crew. Uh, these are the. Uh, bodies when you first found the shipwreck there was a grave marker uh and the original shipwreck crew was buried there okay so he'll se he'll just sever some hands and just take some hands with him he'll just go shopping really quick just one there one there uh, absolutely and then he will start 
casting he'll yeah he'll, so he'll he'll cast handed doom which is essentially this this magical hand this severed hand will, will sort of chase after you Zeltra will come after you fly at you uh that sort of thing uh, i'll roll to see if i get any mishaps <laughs> oh, i was hoping that we would just bypass that whole no 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 because no, it's no. a training thing no i, I rolled a mishap uh so I, let's see no. definitely rolled a mishap no magic uh 15 though that's not that bad i'm hungry again i'm always i always get hungry <laughs> always <laughs> hungry i will gunk eats more than bacho yeah gunk get your nose out of that broth it's not done yet what what and he's just got a necklace of severed hands what is it that just comes up out of the broth <laughs> okay fine you can you can take that one i'll start fresh <laughs> And then he'll turn, he'll turn to Zaldrin, his face not visible to Marin, with a big grin on his face because he did it on purpose. <laughs> Zaldrin will just wink. Would you like some? So, I did clean up. Zaldrin, the hands. describe how you're dodging this hand that comes at you. Um. So, I basically I. S- spend the willpower to kind of see what's going to happen. So I'm basically trying to improve path of path of fate. Which will basically let me spend willpower to either see what's coming and then rank two. If I spend willpower, I can take a hit, but then not take the damage. Yeah. So this, and like this can happen from montage, sh- you don't need to worry it, about it. And willpower. it can happen from short range. Like this is like a thing that I could actually make into a, a ranged attack if I wanted. So if you're looking for projectiles, it could be that. The these hands come flying at you, and you can see them before they hit you. Um, even a couple that hit you, the the fact that you knew it was coming, you were able to deflect in a certain way, so it hits your armor, but doesn't actually do any damage to you. Thank you, Gunk. I think this may be useful for us next time we find ourselves in battle that I will be better able to keep myself up if I've already come back once. You should understand however that there are magical spells that I have in my repertoire and I'm sure others do as well that don't involve such simplistic things as projectiles. I can assault your mind, your will, I can age you 30, 60, 100 years if I concentrate enough. And these are things that do not require me to throw a frozen necrotic hand at you. Magic is is more than just simple parlor tricks, is all I'm saying. You should not, you really should not mess around with such powers. It's very dangerous. Someone could get hurt. I, I do understand. I want to... Make sure I can do everything that I can to take damage to me so that some of that damage doesn't go to others. And so meanwhile, like the, I'll say like he's, he's sort of fiddling with his, he probably took some scalps as well uh, as best he could from the bodies. He's just sort of fiddling with them too. Of course, I do have this new spell I would really like to try, but no, 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 no. I'll wait for another. And he'll tuck the scalp like into his pouch. Uh, I would not like sorry. what happens to you if it were to work. 
Oh yes, those the 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 flying hand things that that I could I could handle. Um, I I've known you long enough to know I should probably not take that one just yet. When you're ready. Mm-hmm. I see. You should also warn Merrin to keep the fox out of a close range. And sometimes I'm going to have to be giving you Ted because there are things I do not want to harm Ted. Understood. Will do. Okay. Thank you. You are welcome. Fade on that scene. And the rest of the time passes uneventfully. There aren't any attacks by any Wendigos. There isn't much life on this ice shelf at all. Uh, what little bit there is, you've managed to hunt or scare away from hunting. Eventually, the ship is in a state where it can sail again. Uh, between these two ships, you have a working sail, you have working oars. Uh, it's taking on a little bit of water, but not too much. You have enough ballast uh, to keep the ship from tipping over. And Ebba believes that you're ready to move on. Uh, this would be the fifth day of Bendal. So let's go ahead and get our travel rules out. Uh, who wants to be pathfinding, uh, leading the way? Uh, the rest of you can keep watch uh, or rest there or uh, fish while you're going as well. Uh, it's survival. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's what we did during the last trip. Yes, this would be, you would be leaving in the uh, first light of the fifth day. So you would uh, be entirely rested. Uh, Jeff, are you muted to stream? I am, but I didn't really want to talk to them anyway. Oh, I dropped it. <laughs> we uh, were trying to have a private conversation chat. You know, <laughs> Jeff and I, we have that kind of bond. <laughs> Sorry. I sometimes mute myself so they don't hear me, like, sipping uh, on water. All right. Here we go. So basically, I'm, uh, for chat, I'm, uh, I'm doing the lead the way role because I have the crown, and the crown gives me an artifact die basically where we're at well the artifact die was an eight so eight of eight so that's good uh and then i've got another six so that's what three i think in total all right uh you're leading the way you are guiding expertly uh it's rougher in these seas not as rough as it could be but there's still plenty of ice chunks that have broken off that formed uh during the previous week as the temperatures warmed the ice got loose and now you have to sail through it uh who is keeping watch bacho would keep watch i think or at least be one of the people keeping watch okay go ahead and roll scouting for me then uh zaldrin you say you want to keep watch too uh yeah that's one of the things she's pretty good at i'm going fishing go ahead and roll survival miran all right i'll push it One success. Uh, zero successes on a total of 12 rolled dice, not one single six. Yikes. Uh, 
we're going to say that there is no travel mishap for that because Zaldrin succeeded. Thank God. But you're going to have trouble nonetheless, Bacho, just privately. Seems right. Mirin, Seems fair. How did you do with survival? So Mirren is just hanging off the uh, back end of the ship, feet kicking over the side, little fox behind her. Uh, and she rolled three successes. So she's just like got a big old pile of fish next to her. We're having sashimi tonight. Time for some different foods. Bacho, you're going to really like sashimi, I think. Is that raw fish? Yeah. I do like raw fish, yes. Bacho, as we this pile of fish I don't continues. Why do you not use the fire to cook the food? We have no. The it's fire. it's a delicacy. You have to have it, it like it's it's sashimi. It's raw. You it's the way you have to do it, Zaldrin. Who says it's a delicacy? Mm. Bacho thinks it's a delicacy. When you can, uh. you eat raw when you have to. That sounds like survival, not delicacy. It's a rich person thing. That's who calls it. So you know how they like to like open the stomachs and then eat the eggs out of the the, the fish as well. Sometimes they call that a delicacy too. And so we just do all the things that the rich people say are the good things to do. No, only when they actually taste good. It's okay. I, I know how to cut it, Zaldrin. I think you'll enjoy it. I trust you. She doesn't sound at all like she trusts you. <laughs> all right, I'll cook one of the fish. Zaldrin, you're towards the bow of the boat here, probably calling out to Mirren there as you're keeping watch. Bacho, we'll say that you were towards the back where the, the steering is, uh, where Mirren is piling up fish after fish after fish. Um, and Bacho, as you're trying to keep track, trying to keep watch, there is a lot of bickering happening next to you between an otter and a woford they can't stand each other uh there is a no gambling rule and you can tell that they're trying to get a around it by using like a stupid code like uh just that they're playing for keepsies or something like that uh they're not betting on it it's just keepsies and at one point a fight breaks out between the two of them where Wolford goes to grab uh, at the otter. The otter bites him, uh, and they just start uh, rolling around on this ship, uh, rolling through the pile of fish, bumping into you, Bacho, uh, just generally causing havoc in a way that allows you not to keep track of what's going on. Bacho leans over while they're rolling on the ground at his feet, gets his muzzle just inches away from both of their ears and lets out a horrendous, deep-throated howl at them. Give me a manipulation. Uh, let's see how this goes. Okay, so You can use your might because you're intimidating. So, let's... Four successes. The otter is very much unaffected. Wolford, however, is entirely cowed by this. Uh, you, you smell something as if he relieved himself out of fear. Uh, and he is on the floor in front of you. The otter, however, is continuing to bite his hand repeatedly. Uh, 
causing him to drop uh, the pile of coins that he had uh, and drawing blood as well. Bacho bites the otter. Not hard enough to kill him, but hard enough to make him realize who's got the bigger bite. He was trying to rob me. We were playing for keepsies. No gambling. Don't distract me. Leave Mirren's fish alone. If I catch you fighting again, I will strap you over the side of the keel, both of you, on other opposite sides of the boat, until the freezing seawater cools your heads. I think it's more punishing if you have them on the same side. I don't want to hear them anymore. That's fair. Wolford is quiet and shaking. The otter lets out a, a tiny little laugh and looks to Wolford. <laughs> I can swim and you can't. And then scampers away. Bacho leans over and helps Wolford up. He starts uh, wrapping a bit of cloth around his hand that's bleeding. It's not bad, uh, but it, it's more pain than he likes to bear. Wolford, you're a member of the pack. You understand I have to tell everyone that you pissed your pants because an otter scared you. Learn to be tougher. The otter didn't scare me. You did. You howled right in my face. I thought you were going to eat me. I thought that too. But for some reason, I stopped. Now I'll go away. And he takes off uh, with that four manipulation successes. Uh, that is the first quarter day there. Let's go ahead and do a, another uh, lead the way and keep lead watch. The way again. All right. All right. And Mirren, you can do fishing again if you want to keep going. Uh, or if you'd like to cook, you can do that as well. Man, that's another eight on my artifact day. Uh, so two successes. Uh, I have some ones, so I'm not going to push. Two successes on the lead away. How did our keep watch go? I got one six on the keep watch, and I am not pushing it because I got four ones and one six. Uh, so I got, uh, no successes the first time. I will push it and I will get no successes the second time. That's a mishap for Zaldrin then too. I will say it's not a mishap for the crew because Bacho is uh, successfully looking. However, it could have been a mishap for the crew. Uh, Gunk, you are expertly navigating these waters, uh, going through the chop, going through the icebergs. Uh, you have little icicles coming off your fur from the sea mist hitting you. Yep, you're looking gallantly. Your ribs are, uh, your abs are showing uh, the deceptively ripped pecs. Zaldrin. Totally unnecessarily, but you know. <laughs> you are a bit more focused on Ven and Cloud, who are near the front with you, uh, making sure they're comfortable. They've spent all day on a boat, and while they're trained for that, it's still hard for horses. So you were very distracted by that. And it wasn't until darkness began to fall that Bacho called out that you were headed right towards a sail. You can just barely see it on the distance. Uh, Zaldrin, it's the side that you should have been looking for. Uh, Bacho was looking the other way, but he was able to find it before you in the, the 
right here. And judging by the blood red color of the sail, it's a reaver. Uh, but that, yeah, that, that, that's a sail there. Just came up out of nowhere, just wasn't there. And now it's just, they must be moving fast. That, that, they must just be, uh, they got a different wind than we did. Cause wow, that's just, uh, right, right, right there. That's, <laughs> wonder what they're up to. Does it look Emma as would... though that they are coming towards us? Gunk will shout from a ways away. Yes, that seems to be the direction. <laughs> At the, the very least, you're headed here. towards them. <laughs> okay. Ebba would be right next to you, Gunk. Uh, Zaldrin, you could come back uh, to discuss. Mirren, you're close by with Bacho. Well, I believe we have two options then. We, normally, we would set anchor for the night and prepare to continue sailing the next day. Or we could try to continue sailing and lose them in the darkness if we can. There's a third option that you have not considered. We go what straight for them. We kill them and we take their ship. Hey, Doug, I, most of our crew are very good at fighting and we're already like half the people down. There are four of us. The author is deceptively strong, Woford. While not the best, is somewhat useful in a fight, and I believe one eye said he will do what we say. A reaver ship tends to have a crew of 24. That is half of those Bacha shall take care of. The other half, Zaldrin, and Mirren, and I win. What is the problem? The problem is that it seems like a death sentence. Well, them. we could drop anchor, wait for darkness, and then take a rowboat out to them. You can see in the dark, Gunk. That is true. That is very crafty. Do we have? Uh, do we have a what is what's it they call it? You would have a, 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 dinghy. a dinghy. Yes, uh, I quite like that. It's one. not necessarily designed for cross oceanic travel. Uh, but it'll keep you afloat. And there's no way it would be able to catch up to a sailboat either with you rowing it. Do uh, so it would have like, But they're coming towards us. Anchor. Uh, yeah, I know. That's what I was thinking. Like if they're coming towards us. So. Yeah. And yeah, you're. I think what Jeff was about to say is, aren't they going to anchor for night as well? Right. Yeah. Yeah, they might for sure. And if we can see them, they could probably see us. So I don't know. Likely, they've spotted you as well. Yes. Just out of nowhere. Just, I... Bacho looks over at Zaldrin, curls up his lip, giving her that wolfkin smile. She is right. They came out of nowhere. Well, I care not the strategy that we use to defeat them, but I see no other reason, no other course of action. If we try to outrun them, they will merely chase us down. If we try to hide from them, they have already seen us. And if we try to navigate in the darkness, well, we have seen how well that happens when we try to do such a thing. But there is one thing I know that we are quite capable of, and that is slaughtering these things. Yes, if they close the distance with us, 
We will taste their blood and eat their hearts and livers. We have defeated not one, but two creatures of the deep. Surely two dozen of these pathetic, cowardly reavers who attack mere merchant vessels and traders shall not be a challenge for the pack. Ah, one eye, shake your spear. Prepare for battle. So, yeah, Ava, let's just drop anchor here, and uh, either they will come to us or we'll just float over there at darkness. Mm. I don't think we should drop anchor. If they come at us and we are at anchor, we cannot maneuver the ship. They can simply sail around us continuously attacking. Ooh, I didn't think about that. If they see you in the dinghy, they could sail around you as well. No, we cannot go in the dinghy. They will simply just sail over the dinghy and crush us. If their ship comes at our ship, we will take them at sea. If they fear off, we will let them be. Okay, so what's the plan then? We will watch them and see what they do. Okay. Keep sailing on our course and see if they move to intercept. Uh, you're getting to the point where you need to decide if you're going to anchor or not, but you can watch them for a while. Uh, the darkness is falling. Let's go ahead and get another scouting roll to try and see what they're doing. Can we uh, this again? One of you can roll, the other one can give you plus one. I'll give you plus one. I, th I have five. I also have five, so whichever you prefer. I'll give you plus one. Okay. Would you like an audience? Uh, sure. Good. Actually, I sorry, I had seven, so yeah. I have five in wit. Okay. Uh, I will, I got one six. I will push it. Okay. Three sixes, but one point of wit's damage. All right. You're straining... Uh, trying to see in the darkness. You can almost guarantee that they've spotted you. They changed their course. But as night begins to fall and it gets darker and darker, especially with Gunk, Gunk's sight aiding you, you see that they change course yet again and they begin to sail away from you. And that in itself is very strange behavior for a reaver ship. Uh, the sailors around you would tell you you've seen reavers before that normally when a reaver spots a ship they go for it. They go to attack. So for them to sail away something something odd is happening. I don't know what reasons they have for sailing off but they have at least appear to be doing so. Is there something in the water? Not that I've seen. Huh. We shall have to ask them when we catch up to them. Abba, more speed. <laughs> She's very reluctant. Uh, well, but it's you're... a good thing that Gunk's in charge. <laughs> She's obeying the command and she is attempting to go fast and uh, sail through the night then. Macho cocks his head. Ears go flat. Looks at Gunk and he's like... Mm. For the pack. 
This is why I do not understand the reluctance here. Are we, are we sailors? Are we fighters? Or are we yes. children no. still? Yes. No, most of them are, yes, sailors, but not fighters. Yes, that's right. Fighters. We are fighters. They are sailors. Yes. We fight. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not much of a sailor. Gunk will, will stand up and he will give his speech. You have survived the onslaught of not one, but two terrible creatures from the deep, and still you live. You have survived, Gwenat, while stranded on an icy peninsula, yet still you live. You have survived the death and slaughter of your previous captain, yet still you live. And you feel a mere river ship now, one that already knows that they are defeated, or else why should they flee? Let us run them down. Let us see what they have in their holds. And let us upgrade our own ship. You can give me manipulation if you want. You know I like giving speeches, man. That was, yeah, <laughs> that was that's a good speech. Haunt, that was my whole Haunted West character. That was basically I all I loved did. Purdy for that. <laughs> Purdy that was just so good. all he ever did. Uh, I'm doing manipulation. Is that what I'm doing? <laughs> I wish, yeah. wish I was good at that. That's a shame. I'm tempted uh, to give you plus one for the speech, but I'm also tempted to give you minus one because you're at you've lost a third of the crew. So that's what? just called a wash. What do I get yeah. for my deceptively ripped chest that's showing? <laughs> it's dark; they can't see it. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Audience uh, boost. I am going to take audience, audience boost, boost for that. There you go. Hey, Gunk, I want to go to bed at some point in time tonight, though. You should have thought of that before we left. Uh, okay. right, that's one so far. I'm going to push to see if I can get more. And I do. I get two. Two successes. All right. The There's one sailor that begins grumbling, uh, and then another sailor quickly jabs him with an elbow, uh, and he quiets down, and the crew get down on the oars, and they start rowing as fast as they can. Let's go ahead and get another lead the way. <laughs> Gonna get everyone killed. All right. We're moving into our third quarter day of sailing here. Uh Going another quarter day after this will make you all tired. One, two, three. So I'm trying to remember. Oh, yeah. I got to go place. Okay. Mirren's just crushing and burning like this One, dirty, crunchy bean two, water three. down for the crew. Three successes. Okay. Uh, Bacho and Zaldrin, let's get some scouting. And I'm going to say minus one because of the darkness. Separate rules? Yeah, we can keep doing separate. Okay. Uh, one success. I'll push it. I don't have any ones yet. One success. Uh, three successes in total. The two of you are scanning the horizon, doing your best to keep on track. Uh, Gunk, your uh, sight at night is very keen and you use that to dodge most of the icebergs, but you're still at the back of the ship navigating, so you can't keep your eyes on them uh, the entire time. But Bacho and Zaldrin, you can see that there's a little glimpse of a fire from their ship, just a tiny little speck of orange on the horizon. And as you're sailing, it appears as if you're slowly catching up. Uh, they're far enough away that this will be like a matter of hours, if not days, before you actually do catch up since you're going the same direction. 
But the fact that you're gaining on them is also very impressive as well because you're undermanned uh, and Reaver ships are known for being extremely fast. Let's go we ahead and do another quarter day if you want. We will have to sleep in shifts. Yeah, I think I don't know that the dirty bean water is working very well anymore. Also, I feel like Mirren could have been sleeping. I don't, I mean, she doesn't. Mirren, if you want to, you could have yeah, slept. Yeah, yeah. No, I, then I wouldn't have an excuse to complain. <laughs> <laughs> you don't understand. <laughs> oh, I feel that. I feel Soldiers. that so much. If if you want to sleep this quarter day, I shall take over, or or vice versa. Are you able to rest even when you are doing things? Only when I am out leading the way on the tundra. I see. Um, what happens if you get sleepy? Like mechanically, what uh, does sleepy do? It's a condition that uh, here I can read it out. I've got it. Condition sleepy. You cannot recover wits except through magic. If your wits is broken while sleepy, you must sleep for at least a quarter day to get back up again. You suffer one point of damage to your wits each day. If this damage breaks your wits, you collapse in sleep. As soon as you've slept for a quarter day, you are no longer sleepy and you can recover wits normally. Uh, Mirren, I think we should rest this quarter day. Yeah, okay. Uh, Gunk, don't kill the crew. Thanks. Wake us if you need us. Ebba uh, asks, should we have half the crew rest as well? Only if it does not slow us down. Yes, we should. It would slow us down. We'd be losing rowers, but at the same time, they will tire. Rest, rest one quarter of the crew each quarter day. Very well. And uh, one quarter of 16, what, four? Four, four Abba. of the sailors, go to rest. Abba, come here. Yes. I sense that you are not in approval of this plan. No, it feels like suicide. That wasn't a question. Whether you, you had like this plan or not, you need to start showing more leadership here. You need to start supporting this plan, these people look to you. If they look to you and they see reluctance, if they look to you and they see fear, if they look to you and they see this dishonorable distaste for what the leaders are actually asking them to do, then they will grow more afraid. They will grow more cautious and more hesitant in what we aim to do. Hesitation shall get us killed. So liven up. Whether you agree with us or not, liven up. We have taken you this far. Dunk, I first did not want this position. No, for Christ. Second, if my crew looks to me and believes that I do not have their best interest in mind, they will not look to me again. I really am so tired of talking to people who can't yeah. get the frick on board. Get on board, Abba. He or might get be a off. bit hangry, Abba. Uh, quarter crew sleeps probably good. Abba goes cold, but she stays there steering with you. 
Can uh, I just get one NPC, one Steven, to just get on board and not Emma be liked antagonistic you. and stuff? Just just get on it. It was a great speech, and she's just like, That was a good speech. Blah, blah, blah. These people get their asses kicked by Reavers all the time. We killed two, two gigantic creatures. Like, how are they not on board with They're this? They're not I warriors. They're merchants. Oh, man. All right. If you don't want a cool moment, that's fine. <laughs> Uh, Bacho, also, mm-hmm. as this quarter day begins, uh, have you read the description on your harpoon? I have. Uh, there is a little well, table we need for you to roll there. Maybe I haven't. Hold on. As you're holding this harpoon, scanning the horizon, you can see the reaver ship in the distance. It's slowly growing. Your harpoon gives a little hum. Uh, it's a rather deep sound that doesn't transfer well over the water, but you transfer well over the air, but you can see that it ripples through the water. You you can see that the waves kind of change with this humming. Yes, I don't, uh, I don't see this table that you are speaking of. All right, uh, it should be linked in. Uh, click on the artifact tab instead of main. Yep. And then scroll down to drawback. I cannot scroll down. Oh, OK. Hold on, let me let me go into the edit and see if I can scroll down that way. Nope. All I've got is description and appearance. Oh, okay. But if you tell me what to roll, I'll roll. Here we go. Oh, there there it is. Okay. So, at sunrise, this harpoon emits a supernatural call to sea monsters in the area. Every morning spent on the ocean, roll on the song of the harpoon table to determine if sea monsters heed the song of the harpoon. It says I do not have sufficient permission to view the I'm bad at Foundry, y'all. Here we go. I rolled for you. Fantastic. Nothing. Nothing. At the same time, you can't help but feel a bit of fear uh, from this. Not fear. You're bacho. But you can feel a bit of apprehension that it is calling for something. And someday something might answer that call. Hmm. The harpoon calls to the depth skunk. If we don't fight reavers, we may soon fight a sea serpent. It will be a glorious day. We have already struck down two. What is another? Indeed. Exactly. Our legends will grow and we will feed on the flesh of the beasts from the depths. And Gunk will turn and see if literally anyone in the crew is ever excited about anything that's happening. We'll tell him, like, we're talking about any... Nope. Nothing. Okay. (laughs) The crew was listening to you. They were going along with it. No cheers. No yay. No no huzzah. Nothing. Nothing. Okay. (laughs) All right. All right. So we are moving three hexes here. Uh, And this is the first quarter day of the day. 
it's still fairly dark, but it's lightening up as it goes. Let's get another lead the ray as you are uh, catching up with them. Uh, they're rather close now. You can start to see actual figures on the deck moving about. Uh, you can make out the position of the shipmaster guiding the ship. Uh, three successes. Yet again, you are successfully navigating, expertly navigating through this ice. Uh, how do we do with scouting, Bacho? I Actually, also I'm sorry. You were going to go to sleep while Zaldrin was going to wake up for this quarter day, right? Okay, yeah. This If this is the next quarter day, then yeah, it would have been yes. Zaldrin. Okay. And Gunk, you have Sleepy now. Okay. Oh, I sorry. I needed to say it loud. I got a success on my scouting. Sorry, I didn't hear you. Or see it. Okay. One success. Is more than one success beneficial? No, nope. one is enough. Uh, zero is the mishap. With that one success, you can see that these uh, Reavers, you're catching up to them. Like I said, you can make out uh, the actual uh, figures, their motions, the way they're rowing. They seem to be rowing half-heartedly. Uh, they're obviously aware of you. You can see them. They can see you. They're not desperate to get away from you. And as the light of the day is finally coming in, you can look to the horizon and you see yet another set of sails. Red ones? It looks like they could be, yes. This was... Always playing, so Jeff. Were, so they were running away to another they ship? So let me get this straight. They're Reavers who, first instinct, they take out ships like crazy. But this time, they're thinking, no, 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 no. Let's lure this limping vessel off to a trap. They weren't trying to lure you. I never said they were trying to lure you. Man, you're killing oh, me right that, now. So that's not why they were running you're, away. You're killing me. So we okay. So my so the success. They're not actually my, running away. They're moving half-heartedly. Like I said, they're not worried about you catching up. So the success that I so the success of my scouting shows that there the the ship ahead of us is less ahead of us than it had been before, yes. and that there is now a second ship within visibility. Okay. Yes, that's correct. And how far away at our current rate would you say the the ship that we're chasing is from us? Like, how long will it take us to get there? If they're headed towards you, it'll be faster. A uh, quarter day or two. Uh, you definitely catch up to the ship in a quarter day. The close one. Yes. Okay. So, mm, well, I, I, I guess we're we're just got to go and slaughter them real quickly and then take their ship and run away. That Gunk yawns. Gunk, you've got magic, right? right? Yeah, you you magic, right? Gunk, you have, like, flying stuff? Can we just fly over there? It'd be a lot easier if you could just fly us. I mean, actually... You'd like magic stuff. Hang on, hang on. I actually might have a little... 
No, I don't think I can turn into a... No, I can't turn into one yet. Oh, darn. I was actually excited for a moment. I think it would have just been me, though. So it would have just like, turned to a seagull and like, ditched you guys. You were like, wait, that's actually a thing? We could actually do that? Ted hops on I my was... shoulders and we fly away. Gunk, oh, dear. you sleep this quarter day. I'll, I'll lead the way and we'll close with this ship and take them as their fellow reavers watching them from the distance. Uh, do we have the rope, the ropes for like swinging to other ships set up? Like I always see those in the plays and the theaters that they do. That we could set some of the sailors to that task. I could do that. I can do that. I am awake oh, yeah. now. I can do that. Oh, well, I, I can do. I think you should probably be scouting, Zaldrin. I, I'm sure I can climb up there and tie some ropes up so we can do like the, the big swing. Yes, I I can throw it to you. I I can. I can take my eyes off just long enough to throw a rope at you and then look back down again. Okay. I, it, these, these ships, they will not move as quickly as they did the last time they moved so quickly. And I didn't quite That's see okay. Them. I believe you. I'm sure it just appeared. All right. Before we get into the next quarter day of travel where we'll get into the fight, let's go ahead and end here and we will get into the combat next session. Uh, let's do some shoutouts. Aaron, what's going on with Garblag? Uh, on Garblag, on uh, Thursday, this coming Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, Pete will be back with some more Traveler. And then next Tuesday at the same time, Millie will be back with some Coriolis. Actually, I take that back. Pete will be out for the next couple of weeks. So I actually think they're going to be running possibly a two-shot of Alien. So that'll be some free league fun for everybody. And then come back and see us at the end of August on Wednesdays. We'll be back with Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 4th Edition. And here at Lollygaggers, I know a few of us are going to be at Gen Con. Uh, what do we got going on this week, Jeff? Uh, nothing. This is the last game for the week. So our Thursday game with Die. No Thursday this week. No Friday this week with Delta Green. And no Saturday this week with One Ring. Uh, our next game after this one is going to be Monday. We're going to be back to Horror on the Orient Express for Call of Cthulhu. And then we'll be back to this on Tuesday as well. And back to our regularly scheduled sessions at that point. Uh, but yeah, that's about it. So if you're not watching us, uh, if we're not around, go ahead and check out Defenders of Cobalt. Check out Up Steam Steel and Murder, uh, Diesel Shot. Uh, I think a bunch of them are still going to have some uh, some streams up throughout the week. So give them a look. Awesome. Are we going to raid someone? Uh, I think Chuck's still up, so let's just go ahead and raid him. So Chuck's still up at the OK, so let's just go with that. He's probably almost done, but let's do it anyway. Uh, but yeah, see you, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. And if you're at Gen Con, come say hi to any of us that are there. So.